Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. And welcome to it. It's not just Friday. It's Good Friday. Good Friday to you. Which is really a great Friday. I don't know why it just wound up being Good Friday. Because it should be, you know, pretty tremendous Friday. Miraculous Friday. Uh, Incredible Friday. I don't know, but it is Good Friday. Easter weekend is is here. Um, Speaking of which... uh, you know, I think we, we were just talking about the Pope because there's, I don't know, there's something going on uh, at the Vatican right now. Well, he's been sick. Uh, Francis? I mean, he's been sick. Yeah, he was in the hospital for a while and they, you know, mm-hmm. he just got out a little while, early, end of last week, so that he could do, uh, so that he could do uh, his Pope things yeah. around Easter. Well, he a little busy. he's got a busy schedule. I'll tell you this. Well, I think there needs to be an American Pope now. There's never been one. Mm. I think it's time. And so that uh, opens up your candidacy. I believe that for oh, years. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've already I run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost to a Benedict. And right. uh, he's gone now. Mm-hmm. We lost him. Mm-hmm. So uh, the white smoke needs to blow for me. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Pope Jeffy. Would you would you use Jeffy or would no, you choose uh, another? No, yeah. the name oh, that I, that's right. Fatimus. Pope, Is it Pope, Pope Fatimus? Fatimus Obesius the first. That's right. <laughs> Pope Fatimus, Obesius the first. That's correct. The American Pope. <laughs> I like it. Look, Pat, look. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, let me tell you about where you can find this show and uh, and have some fun. Uh, YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. These are our social media locations. Rumble.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. Why are they different names? I don't know. I don't know. They're different companies. Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed facebook.com slash pat unleashed and if you missed yesterday's off the record uh with me it's available at blaze tv.com so you can check that out uh and make sure you subscribe because then you get access to overtime everybody's overtimes i think there's 12 of them or something wow. by various hosts across these uh this vast network that we call the blaze uh, you get glenn's wednesday night tv shows all of that stuff it's just jam-packed full of fun so do it. All right. Uh, yesterday, the White House released a summary of the botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Which I did thought, they call it botched? No, I don't believe they did because it went perfectly. Okay. It went as well as you can ever do uh, a withdrawal. That's what we heard from Biden. Um, but apparently, they, you know, they now admit to some problems because now. They're blaming not themselves, but the Trump administration. Oh, of course they yeah, are. Yeah. Oh, the, the, my God. The Biden administration is saying that the Trump administration <clears throat> emboldened the Taliban by engaging with peace talks uh, without consulting our oh. allies or something. I don't know. Stop it's just, it. They have what? twisted oh, themselves. I can't take it. Mm-hmm. I just can't take it. Uh, the buck stops. Uh, with that guy who left office uh, th- three years ago. Not me. That's where the buck not stops. Here. Not here. No, not, not with here. me. The buck stops with Donald Trump. Hmm. Uh, National Security Council uh, spokesman John Kirby went out and told the press uh, that the word chaos isn't the way to describe the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. It looked nothing like that from his perch or vantage point or <laughs> wherever he was at the time. Here's John Kirby. 
And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it. Not from my perch. At one point during the evacuation, there was an aircraft taking off full what? of people, mm -hmm. Americans and Afghans alike, every 48 minutes. And not one single mm. mission was missed. So I'm sorry. Huh. I just won't buy the whole argument You're sorry. of chaos. Well, okay, chaos. Um, Don't you dare. Let's see. 13 of our uh, troops were killed. 13 killed. That's not chaos. Uh, people were hanging on to the planes, to the outside of the planes as they yeah. were taking off. That's not chaos? Yeah, no flights were missed. People were trying to get in and out of the airport so that they wouldn't be murdered in their homes. That's not chaos. What a dumbass. Oh, it's infuriating. Oh, my gosh. Yesterday. Just so stupid. Just so butt stupid. Uh, here's a montage mm -hmm. that'll take you back to August of 2021. Oh. And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it. Not from my perch. Chaotic evacuations now unfolding, evoking the fall of Saigon in 1975. There's mm. hysteria. You have Taliban fighters with whips, with guns. You have U.S. and U.K. Mm. soldiers who are not allowing people in. You have mixed messaging. Yeah. It is just an absolute mess. Desperate mm. Afghanis clinging to the hulls of U.S. Mm. military planes. Yeah. Some even appearing to fall to their deaths oh, after gosh, one plane took off. An emboldened and stronger Taliban that has greater access to weapons and technology that we supplied. They had been going to the airport for two weeks trying desperately to get out. They couldn't get past the Taliban. Breaking news and it's difficult. A number of U.S. service members were killed at the Kabul airport. A number of others are being treated for wounds. Hundreds of Americans who wanted to leave and thousands of lawful permanent residents of the United States and countless Afghan allies have been left behind. Mm. Huh. But not chaos from his perch. Not from my perch. No, from my perch. I'm sorry, where were you perched? <laughs> Jeez. In a dungeon where you had access to nothing? Like no television, no radio, no newspapers, no internet. Where were you perched, Mr. Kirby? And Kirby wants you to rethink how you describe all of the military equipment that uh, we left behind. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Once you turn it over, it's just like what we're doing in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We give Ukraine uh, artillery ammunition, Stinger anti-air missiles, Javelin anti-tank. It's their stuff at that point, not the Americans. It's their stuff. That stuff belonged to the Afghans. And so this idea, this mm. argument is just ludicrous that we left millions of dollars of stuff in afghanistan billions we didn't we turned it over as the previous administration would have done too because par part uh, of their thinking no. was they were going to have to turn this material over it was turned over appropriately no uh, one and carefully that, and deliberately with the afghan national security defense forces that's just a lie that's just a no, flat no out no one believes that complete yeah. and total lie so uh throughout the war hmm. the u.s gave a total of 18.6 billion dollars worth of equipment uh, they're saying that by the time we left there, there was at least seven, over $7 billion worth uh, that remained. Hmm. But it was theirs. Because we yeah. used to, we used to uh, the figure was $80 billion, that we left $80 billion so, yeah. worth of equipment over there. Oh, that's right. Remember that? I don't know where they're getting the $7 billion Yeah. Figure. But what did he say, though? He said, uh, did he, is that the clip where he, play that one more time, please. Because people online are pointing out, play this, please. 
They're, they're Once you turn it over. Hold on a second. It's just like what we're doing in Ukraine. We give mm. Ukraine uh, no. artillery ammunition, Stinger anti-air missiles, Javelin anti-tank. It's their stuff at that point, not the Americans. It's their stuff. That stuff belonged mm. to the Afghans. Mm-mm. And so this idea, this argument is just ludicrous that we left millions of dollars yeah. of stuff in Afghanistan. Millions. Yeah, we didn't leave millions. Right. right. We left billions. Yeah, yeah. correct. You got, it, Cur- you got us there, John Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. That number it was, was eighty billion. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know where he's pulling these. I mean, now they, it's just millions. We saw <laughs> oh. photos of all the uh, all the vehicles all rode up. It was yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah, worth of, all the aircraft, yes. all the vehicles, uh, heavy heavy armored vehicles. I mean, we left a crap load of stuff over there. And it wasn't just given to the Afghans. We left it yes. there behind because we had to pull out so quickly. <laughs> this is pathetic. Great. This is great. Let's see. Um, if, the, if I'm reading this right, this fact check thing says uh, Republicans conflate the number. They say it was $85 billion worth of equipment. It was actually $82.9 billion. Oh, okay. Oh. What an exaggeration. Oh, a bunch of liars. <laughs> Eighty-three billion dollars worth. That's that's really something. Well, look, uh, Trump would have done that too. The previous oh, administration, sure. yeah. they would have already done that. Yeah, they would have. Which, by the way, they never say Trump. It's just the previous administration. Yeah, yeah. heaven forbid you could say Trump. Well, because you don't want people to know his name. No, you don't. Right. Another thing that really ticks me off about this whole Afghanistan thing—they show the thirteen soldiers who lost their lives just which is maddening in and of itself. But that reminds me of when they came home and our president, fearless oh, leader oh, Joseph Robinette Biden, yeah, we're is looking watch. at his watch. Yeah, we're going to mm-hmm. get a clip that will infuriate you oh. even more in that respect. Mm. Uh, Peter Ducey challenged the narrative that uh, Kirby was trying to spin. Well, who's going to get fired? Who's going to get fired? This? Good question. Peter... The purpose of the document that we're putting out today mm-hmm. uh, is to sort of collate the chief reviews and findings of the a- agencies that did after-action reviews. Um, uh, the, the, it, it's not the, the purpose of it is not accountability. It's Bingo. the purpose of it is military <laughs> leaders. Purpose of it is to study like lesson learned. You admit learn. that the intel was bad. So how can President Biden ever trust when they come into the Oval Office with the PDB that anything in there is legit? What I said was... Hmm. That intelligence is a mosaic. What if the mosaic, all the pieces are incorrect? What I said was intelligence is hard business. And they get it right a lot, too. Um, there were Do some they? pieces here that weren't accurate. And There's some we're pieces. being nothing but honest oh, with you and the American accurate? people about what those inaccuracies were. Oh my how gosh, they shaped what a some lie. Of the decision Jeffy, wait for the line again. The president and, and, his, and the questions that he, that he asked. Wait this document it. and this effort Here we go. isn't about accountability today. It's about again, understanding. It. And I would also add yeah, that, the, as I said to Ed, the review process isn't over. This is, this is the next muscle movement <laughs> in what will be a long process to better understand mm. and comprehend and adjust to what we learned and what we did in Afghanistan. But it doesn't seem like after hmm. the country has had a couple months to review this and as the government has, people don't have an issue with the decision 
to order troops out of Afghanistan. Right. It is with the way that this president right. ordered it done. There Thank were you. children being killed. There were people hanging off of Air Force jets that were leaving. And you're saying that you guys are proud of the way that this mission was conducted? <laughs> Does it mean of that? Proud of the fact that we got more than 124,000 people safely out of Afghanistan? You bet. You Proud bet. of the fact that American troops were yes. able to seize control of a defunct airport and get wow. it operational in 48 hours? You bet. Proud of the fact that we now have mm. about 100,000 Afghans, our former allies and partners, living in this country and working towards citizenship? You bet. Defiant, Does that mean that everything went perfect yeah. in that you ever seen uh, evacuation? Of course not. No. So I defensive. Mm. So defensive. By the way, uh, a quote he said twice there that, that sums up this administration perfectly. No mm -hmm. kidding. It's not about accountability. Well, nothing is nothing. for nothing. them. Yeah. Nothing. They're not accountable for anything. They, name one thing that they've accepted responsibility for. Name one thing. There's nothing. They haven't accepted responsibility or accountability for anything that's happened over the last uh, two and a half years. Not one thing. Here's a Gold Star mother who uh, lost her son at the airport in Afghanistan during the chaos. And uh, she described the meeting with Joe Biden afterwards. The meeting with Biden was, I, I don't even know if the dude is all there. Uh, when I face face with him, I made sure to make eye, con make eye contact with him. I remember his wife, she went to shake my hand and I moved my, I didn't give her my hand. I just looked at her and then I looked at Biden and I told him, I don't actually want to talk to you. And he said, okay, then. And he went to turn to walk away. And I said, but I'm going to out of respect for my son. My son is Lance Corporal Cream McCoy. And as soon as I started, I told him, mm. I, I was angry, so I was doing the mommy whisper. Because um, you know, when you're <laughs> that was coming out. And there was tears coming out because I was frustrated, angry, and I'm hurt that I don't have my son. And I'm looking at the man that I feel is responsible for my son's death. And um, as, as soon as I started saying, you know, I'm never going to get to hug my son again. I'm never going to see him. I'm never going to hear his laugh. Time to move he on. interrupted me and started talking about his son. Yep. About right. his son. I remember that. And I remember looking at him mm. and going, what are you doing? And then I said something along the line, this isn't about your son. This is about my son. And um, Thank you. I told him he had no business talking about his son. And then I started again uh, talking about my son. And then he said, I just wanted to let you know how I feel. At that point, <laughs> now I'm even more angry because he said he'd brought up his son because he just wanted to let me know how he feels. I probably sound like I didn't care that he'd lost a kid and I didn't mean for it to sound that way. It's right. his son died of cancer. Right. So they had time to be there, well, spend time with him, tell him about My son died because of mm -hmm. the very man that I was talking to. And then he ended up turning his back on me to walk away. And that's when I yelled, um, hey, Biden. And he turned around. And I said, you know, my son's blood is on your hands, right? And I said, all 13, their blood is on your hands. And he turned his back on me again and waved his hand behind his back and walked away. As if, like, like the way he makes it seem is he looks at our, our uh, boys as if they're disposable and replaceable. Yeah, well, they are, Dave. That's how I feel he looks at them. So I know during the the, the, the fight transfer, uh, there was a bit of a controversy because he saw... He kept checking his watch. So it was more than one time? Oh, yeah. It, matter of fact, I think it was probably the fifth time or third time I seen him do it. I had made the comment, what's he keep checking for? Is it nap time? 
He checked it again. I said, if he keeps checking his watch, I'm going to end up saying something. No kidding. Because um, I was feeling very disrespected. Our kids are being brought off this plane in metal boxes. We're excited that our kids are home, but it's a different type of excitement. It's just that finally we have our kids home, we can lay them to rest. Not the type of excitement, cool, we're going to get to hug our kid and tell him how much we miss him now. It was our kids were being brought home in metal boxes, and this man is looking at his watch like he has someplace better to be or something more important to do. And I just felt so disrespected. Like, mm. it was an unbelievable feeling. Wow. That is just... Holy cow. Despicable. Can you imagine? Despicable. <clears throat> wow. Uh, the checking his watch thing. Oh, man. I, I didn't realize it was five times. I didn't. I don't know that I knew that either. Uh, I do know that the, uh, a military veteran that lives in my house... Uh, was very unhappy mm -hmm. <laughs> with our president. Well, he's more unhappy than most people, I would say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like our president very much. Hmm. But that right there, I mean, he mm -hmm. wanted. They should. They should just drag him out behind the building right now. I watch for that. I uh, remember her telling the story, at least in part, uh, a couple of years ago when she was talking about the fact that he brought up his son, right, uh, as she's talking about hers, and. You know, he didn't die in Iraq or Afghanistan. Right. He died in a hospital in the United States from cancer. Uh, so what does that even have to do with anything? Because he, you know, he conflates that with the, the burn pits, right? He tries to. He I, sure don't, does. I don't know. And he has no idea uh, if Bo got cancer from burn pits in Iraq or Afghanistan or where that cancer came from, but uh, he does try to conflate yes, he does. the two. Joe All Biden the time. is just a disgusting. He's human despicable. Being. He's absolutely despicable. And, and can I, can I revisit something here that just occurred to me? Um, it's that they're now blaming Donald Trump and his administration for not providing a plan. <clears throat> and then it occurred to me, wait a minute, no, 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 that's not what you said in August of 2021. In August of 2021. You said you were following, you were just going right along. You, you were, had to do the plan. You were doing what yeah. Trump agreed to. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. And and then the Trump administration folks came out, and I think even a couple of general, I forget exactly who was saying this, but they were saying that was not our plan. Our plan was to, if you'll recall, was to find, you know, settle peace, you know, hand it off to different tribes throughout the country as a slow withdrawal, as opposed to just everyone rush to the airport and get out in five days. This administration... It it sucks so badly, you can't even quantify how much it sucks. And that poor mother, can you imagine oh, oh. being in that position and not being incarcerated afterward? Because mm. if I were in that room, I, I, I don't know what I would do other than it wouldn't be pretty and I'd probably be on the news. I, that mm -hmm. You military parents, God bless you. And thank you to those of you who serve. I, I don't know how you do it. No question. There's a new movie coming out uh, that I think you're going to want to see. Uh, it's by the same people who made God's Not Dead and Unplanned. It's called Nefarious. This is based on a book by our own Steve Dace. It's kind of like C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters. Uh, a psychiatrist is called into a prison to meet with a convicted killer who's about to be executed. The killer says <clears throat> that he's a demon named nefarious and the psychiatrist who doesn't believe in god or demons has to decide if the man's insane just pretending to be insane or what exactly is going on there 
Uh, Keith saw it the other night. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Oh, absolutely. Recommend it. Nefarious. It opens nationwide April 14th, a week from today. Mark the date. Get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Jill Biden accepted a tulip named for her (laughs) by the Netherlands. uh, So it's named Jill, or is it named Jill Biden, or is it named uh, Doctor Jill Biden? Jill Biden. Okay. Tulip. The Jill Biden tulip. Wait, not the Doctor Jill Biden. No, no, just Jill Jill Biden. Biden. What do we got going on here? I don't know. Oh, because you know how much she loves flowers. Mm-hmm. So, so then the the doddering old oh, fool yeah. mm-hmm. picked her. One. Wait, what no, happened? You, go well, you got to play the whole thing. Gotta, What's happening? If you're gonna play it, you got to play it. Yeah, you got to play right, the whole thing. We're gonna see where she drops the flower. Yeah, the con- continuation of the walk oh, is awesome. Get this beautiful dandelion that's already gone to seed. Okay, here we go. Ah. Give Plus, it and so watch this now. She turns her back so she can pull her mask down and blow. Uh, that's what I think is happening there. Yeah. And she realizes. No, she still has it in her hand. I know. She's got it. It's still. I, I, I realized that, but she was only able yeah. to get half of it blown off. And, she and then, thought, okay, she's got it. And, yeah. oh, oh, she oh, dropped there it. There it goes. Uh, dropped it behind the marine. Plus, so. isn't a dandelion a weed? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's not a flower. Yes. No, it is not a flower. Uh, it is, in fact, a weed that looks pretty for about, you know, 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is uh, a great moment. So, so congratulations! Anyway, she got a cool. She got a cool new flower named she after. She did. She did. It's a reddish orange with fringed petals flower. Oh, do we have a picture of it? The Jill awesome. Biden delivered a toast and said she was honored to participate in this wonderful tradition. In this happy time, oh, let these tulips' mm. dazzling orange be a reminder mm. of the many springs our nation, nah. our nations have shared. Really? Have we shared a lot of springs with uh, the Netherlands? Yeah, sure. Mm, yeah, they, okay. they helped us out in the uh, Revolutionary War. Uh, the Netherlands? Right, yeah. Did they? they? Yeah, I think they gave a lot of money. Did right. they now? Isn't it them? They were, wheel, they were wheeling and dealing with tulip bulbs, right? Yeah. Uh, didn't they, didn't, weren't they using tulip bulbs as Go with a what you got, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they did. Uh-huh. Wow. So great. <laughs> you sound like you're doubting the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember uh, the Dutch participation in the Revolutionary War. Oh, in 1778, John Adams obtained sizable loans from Dutch bankers sizable who continued okay. supplying credit to the United States for years to come. Hmm. They were the second country to formally recognize the United States, of course, after France. Right. Okay. Well, that's yeah, so great. Quit besmirching <laughs> Plus, the Dutch, okay? I, I think we all know the Netherlands punches above their weight absolutely yeah, they do. you need friends like that yes, those who do. punch above their weight are really handy to have around so congratulations to jill biden and the jill biden tulip Ugh. so seven first ladies have had tulips named after them oh really yeah um oh okay laura bush was one most recently uh laura mm-hmm. accepted her tulip in 2004 did michelle yeah I, yeah i guess they skipped i don't know why they're choosing you know huh. picking and choosing what? Who gets yeah, why did Michelle? Racism? Is that just a racist move on the part of the Dutch? Huh. Uh, maybe. 
Michelle's got it. They, they, they couldn't have dissed Michelle, right? I think the first one uh, was Francis Folsom Cleveland, Grover Cleveland's uh, mm. young wife. Love mm-hmm. Francis. But I, don't, I could not find, to save my life, a list of the seven. So really? We just know the three. Okay. Mm. So you know that uh, you know Laura got it. Mm-hmm. We know Jill has one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Cleveland. Grover Cleveland's wife. Mm-hmm. I'm really pissed that Michelle didn't get one. I'm, 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 You're really I'm taking upset. that person. I am. What's I'm going on over there? That. What are we doing? It's well, Michelle. it's kind of hard it's to Michelle believe. Michelle Obama. Yeah, it's hard to believe because uh, everybody loves Michelle Obama. Uh, <laughs> right? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, except you haters, uh, of course. Mm. There's you haters. Or just jealous of her arms. <laughs> right, exactly. And the fact that she's more of a man than us. <laughs> Uh, and why was there an ambulance at the White House yesterday? Now, yeah. Jeffy seems to think, uh, there's think. always an ambulance at the White a House. A Daily Caller I feel like reporter, there is always an ambulance at the White House. Daily Caller reporter <laughs> tweeted out a picture of, of mm-hmm. the ambulance in front and you know, it made it sound like it was news. An ambulance has shown up at the White House. Hmm. So, so there, Jeffy, it showed up. Yeah. It wasn't just there. It's a uh, District of Columbia Fire and EMS unit. So there. Mm. Okay. Uh, now and we don't know why it was there. <laughs> now, do they keep an ambulance parked at your house, Jeff? They should. <laughs> Tell you that. That's for sure. How no, many heart should. events have there been in addition to other events as well? well of course, I should talk lately. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, also, yesterday, Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy met with the president of Taiwan in California, where he was asked this. And also, just as a bottom line question, what is your message to China, who's threatening retaliation for doing this today? Well, my first message to China, there's no need for retaliation. But the one thing I would say to China, too, at no time, I am the Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. There's no place that China's going to tell me and where I can go or who I can speak to, whether you be foe or whether you be friend. Nice. I'm not the general manager of the Houston Rockets. <laughs> the one thing I hope all countries see is that we're united comment. in the same approach, Love together, that. on both sides. And we're going to speak with one voice when it comes to China or any others when we look at foreign policy. All right. That is fantastic. That's, That's awesome. fantastic. To anybody who doesn't know the reference, of course, the <laughs> NBA panders to the Chinese relentlessly. They make a lot of money. And uh, the general manager of the Houston Rockets actually said something against the Chinese at one point and then had to take it back because he got Can't beat into submission yeah. by China. And so uh, they don't want to lose that audience in China. No, that big money. You got they... 1.4 billion potential basketball fans that uh, they desperately want access to. And they have it right And now. they have and it. They've got, they've got yeah. billion-dollar deals, man. They're selling all kinds of merchandise in China. Uh, that's a huge market for the NBA. And so they, they bend over backward to do what the Chinese want them yeah, to do. Yeah, and Speaker do. McCarthy's like, China, you ain't got nothing on me. I mean, who do you think I am, Eric Swalwell? Um, so he's bold. I like it. Yep. Uh, fantastic. I, I like what he's done so far. I know. I wasn't that excited about his speakership, but he's he's turned out to be pretty good. And I think he's turned out to be pretty good because of concessions, agreements that he has made with people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene to secure yeah. the speakership. Yes. I'm sure there's something to that. Uh, also, school sports. Uh, cannot categorically ban transgender athletes under a new Biden proposal. The Biden administration proposed a rule change yesterday that would forbid schools 
from enacting outright bans on transgender athletes from teams that are consistent with their gender identities. So they're taking Title IX and trying to destroy it once and for all. Which is incredible. Um, I, I don't I don't understand, again, how this happened. But happen, it has. Uh, weighing in on the highly charged debate about transgender athletes and school sports, the Biden administration's proposal would make categorically banning all transgender students from uh, teams that are consistent with their gender identities a violation of Title IX. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even exist. That's unreal. It's like it doesn't even exist if they get their way. And if you receive federal funding, which virtually every school does, if you have any connection there whatsoever, this would apply to you. Title IX, of course, prohibits discrimination at educational institutions for women. Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> for women, they want to have it both ways, right? I mean, it was just the other, yeah. just the other day. Jill is saying how important Title IX was. She's at the you know the women's NCAA basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and then now we have this, right? So it's just they want to have their cake and eat it too, which is it's like they literally, they it's like they have the women there for their big event. And then they usher them out, and all right, that door is closed. All right, get the trans in here. Hey, you know, we're yeah. going to pander to you now. It, it's obscene. Mm. It really is. And our Supreme Court really just uh, refused to overturn. Uh, West Virginia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let the 12-year-old trans girl can compete in middle school sports. Not good. So it's this is a biological m- male? Yeah. Competing in women's sports? Yes. Girl sports? Oh, good. So there you go. Wouldn't even hear the case. Right? Correct. Like, like, are we waiting for another case to come before them? Because we're Uh, up to how many states now? Is there 20 states now that have said, screw you, girls compete with girls, boys compete with boys. The end. So one of these cases is going to have to end up there at some point. Unfortunately, how many girls are going to get their dreams crushed in the meantime? Yeah, it's inevitable. 888-933-93. More Pack Ray Unleashed. Coming up. Tweets here. This from Daguerre Bear. Idea. Give me dimensions on the door of frustration in the studio. Maybe if you start getting bids from out-of-towners, management will get it fixed. Huh. It's on the list. Yeah, I'm sure it is. No, yeah, I know it, it is. I mean, I talk, I've heard I talked it to, is. I talked to one of our do people, and they uh-huh. said it was on the list. Jeffy, it's on the list. Jeffy, how tall are you? Okay. 6'2". How wide are you? <clears throat> I'm just getting measurements because I know that it's like a snug fit when you go through there. I'm trying to help it out the Bear. It's not a snug fit at all. <laughs> I'm trying to write down the dimensions for the Bear. Well, we have to push it through it. Uh, most yeah, but, of the time. It's like that scene do ya, from Winnie the Pooh. Do you know, when he gets <laughs> yeah, he gets stuck, stuck in, in that hole. Yeah, yeah. Rabbits. Uh-huh. <laughs> from conservatarians. In almost all facets of life, our relationships with governments has become a serious case of us versus them. Yeah. Just giblets, a weed, is anything that grows where you don't want it to. Mm. And from Gary D., that's not an ambulance parked in front of the White House. That's an ice cream truck. Oh. 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 All right. That explains it. I'm a fan of that even more now. (laughs) Yeah. Are you a fan of this? 
Okay, that's interesting. Till we find a vaccination, there's, there's no, no substitute, substitute for, for love. love. But now that there is a vaccination, there is a substitute for love, and it's the vaccine. Yeah. So the vaccine is uh, what we have now in place of love. It's that's why there's so much hatred in the world right that's now. That's why it's that's been exactly. replaced. It's gotta be exactly right. So love yourself, so love, yourself family, love your family, love your neighbor and your friends. And your friends. Any kind of love stranger, he's your friend you ain't made yet. Which is a weird lyric in itself. Very. Anytime you love, love a stranger, stranger, it's just, just a, a friend, friend you, you ain't, ain't met yet. Shouldn't it be anytime you see a stranger, it's just or, a friend you. Or meet a stranger. Meet a well, because because then you no, because then that wouldn't work either. But, if but yes, him, if you see a stranger, that's, that's just, just a friend, friend you, ain't met, met. you ain't met yet. This is garbage from start to finish. But <laughs> and the vocal performance is uh, sure enough though terrific. Rock and Roll I, Hall of Fame. I, I, yeah, I don't mind it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. John Bon Jovi. Does it say what year that Bon Jovi was inducted? Twenty eighteen. I thought it was fairly oh, recently. Yeah. yeah. So, huh? Five years ago. Garbage. Incredible. All right. Still gets to hang that banner on his wall, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Somebody recently, there was a slideshow uh, going around where you just click through, and it was just like the most pathetic banners that you hang, in, that teams have hung in their arenas. Like, I think the Tampa Bay Rays, I can't remember, but some MLB team hung like uh, like uh, 2019 uh, MLB wild card. Uh, team or something. <laughs> that was just this year, I think. Was that, was yeah, because they, they really? took the heat for that. Yeah, they were made, they were oh, made fun of. Wild card contestant or something. Yeah, it was the, like the runner-up banner. And then somebody, I forgot who it was, uh, said Western Conference uh, regular season champion. No, no, you don't get that. Like they were the number one seed in the NBA or something, uh, and so they put a banner up. But that's kind of what the Rock Hall is now. When you hang up, if you hang up a banner system in the Rock Hall, it's oh. Okay, everybody's got one of those. We got it. Mm-hmm. But everyone doesn't have one of those. All yeah, right. Foreigner doesn't. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there you go. Neither does Boston. We asked, uh, what was the guy's name that we talked to a few weeks ago at the Rock Hall of Fame? No. He's the guy. He's the, the guy. guy. He's the, the guy. guy. He was a nice guy, too. He was, he was really nice. good. Yeah, yeah, he was really nice. But he was a politician. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Yes, the guy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, his name, of course. It's a March 17th show, if you'd like to go back and... And listen to it, but uh, it was... Uh, we held his feet to the fire. Yes, we did. Look, look, if that didn't do it for Tommy James and for Foreigner, then it's never nothing, going to happen. Nothing will. Yeah. J- Jason Hanley, good guy. Jason, yeah, good guy. And he mentioned he might he might bring it up in the hallways. I know. Let's, let's bring it <laughs> up. Let's might go. bring it up. So you never know. So that we would should, be great. You know, before we let him go that day, we should have said, all right, now your assignment is to stand by the water cooler. Yeah. And just until say. Until voting members come by. Hey, uh, what do you think of Foreigner maybe being nominated this year? Hey, what about Tommy James and the Shondells? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Let's get him back year? on. Call him up. Get him on right now. <laughs> You call him. <laughs> All right. Yesterday we were discussing uh, RuPaul, and apparently RuPaul has no problem with drag shows and kids attending them. Uh, Pat had WVZ Fuzz. Was Fuzz. Was Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sent us this from a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. where RuPaul said, 
Drag queens are the Marines of the queer movement. Get out. Okay. Okay. Now that, okay. Do you recall um, Kellen Winslow Jr., right, who said, uh, I'm a soldier? Remember that? Mm. He played for the Buccaneers at the time, and he said, I'm a soldier out there, you know? Mm. And he got so much heat for that. So much came to Don't you dare compare yourself to the military. But RuPaul can call drag show artists Marines, and that's totally fine. Right. It's infuriating. Drag star argued that politicians were attempting to distract Americans away from the real issues in public life. A classic distraction technique, distracting us away from the real issues that they were voted into office to focus on jobs, health care, keeping our children safe from harm at their own school. Whoa. And how about safe from harm from all the sexualization Thank of the you. drag queens? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He didn't say that, however. No, no that was... That a... part uh, did not happen. So, uh, Man, so uh, this, this trans stuff is out of control, especially with Completely. these large sponsorships to this Dylan Mulvaney... Uh, I do mm-hmm. like um, Matt Walsh's plan is that if you want to boycott these companies, the movement, the conservative movement, you know, the right thinking Americans are going to have to pick one battle at a time. Mm-hmm. You can't just say boycott all the companies that, that tread on us and, you know, going after our kids through sponsorships <laughs> and stuff like that. You're going to have to, if it's Bud Light this time because mm-hmm. of, you know, Dylan Mulvaney, fine. You focus on that. Then you maybe go to Nike and you just have to focus your efforts one at a time. I think that's probably wise. Well, my lifelong boycott of Bud Life, Bud Light continues. So you're ahead of the curve. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely boycotting. You've Bud done Light. that quietly though. Yeah, it has <laughs> been quiet. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be vocal about it now. Okay. I am boycotting Bud Light right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's so. a lot of anecdotal <laughs> evidence out there that this Bud Light thing, this boycott, is actually going to have an impact. Um, you, you, you don't think so? I disagree with okay, that. Okay, so, um, like I said, I've heard several different people yeah, mention yeah, yeah. this, but then I've got this one here that says, uh, somebody tweeted out, we just refused our Bud Light orders for my liquor store. We're pulling it from our shelves. We are not the only ones according to our reps. They said it's bad. Oh, Bud Light doesn't mm. care, though. I mean, they've already doubled down on it, and they would rather have this guy not sell Bud Light at his liquor store than have the trans movement start banging on their mm-hmm. Bud Light trucks on the streets. More afraid of them. When they're being delivered. Mm-hmm. More afraid so. of them. Mm. But see, if they had never dipped their toe into the sponsorship waters, then that they wouldn't be an issue. They could have just flown under the radar, and yep. no one even thought a thing. So right. now well. you're right. Now the, the, to quote Jeff Fisher, "Once you're in it, you're, <laughs> you're in, in it. it, and now they're in it, one way or the other." Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a fun video showing what happens when you throw your trash and recyclables away <laughs> at one particular establishment. Okay. Oh look, there's oh, the trash okay. side, and there's the wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You see what's happening? Yeah, there? yeah, it's They're the same. Going to the same, the same area. <laughs> There's no divider between the two. Yeah, uh, that's brother. Fun. I mean, that but, place. But I hope that place is being reported. I do too. Yeah, but see, you're saving the earth. Look at yeah. that. You're saving the earth. <laughs> <laughs> so you, if you drop it on the left, you're actually helping the earth. Uh huh. So <laughs> would you stick your hand into the trash well, like you that? You got to make a point. Yeah. No, thank you. No. Yeah. No. No, I feel you. I feel like the answer to that is no. Me too. Wait, no, you? I can see no, Pat no. not putting his hand in there. No, if I, well, if, <laughs> like I saw some, if I saw someone set like uh, 
you know, a half a sandwich and I'm eating sandwich in there. I might reach in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Brenda Mallory, the chair of Biden's Council on Environmental Quality. Love her. Explains the climate and economic justice screening tool, which they use as a basis to determine which communities receive certain federal funds. Oh, redistribution of wealth. This is great. Um, You know, the uh, climate and economic justice screening tool is the is going to be the base for us identifying what those communities are. Um, And that is basically a mapping tool that was created based on like areas using factors that show the disadvantage that occurs. Like places where there is high flooding, places where there are health impacts, places Uh where there are air impacts, places where they're like subject to to legacy pollution. So those are all combined together to create a map. And that map is a basis for us as we are looking at funding that is um, that is needed or opportunities to see whether we're in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wealth redistribution. Mm-hmm. Although legacy pollution would be a cool band name, I think. Mm-hmm. I like that. <sighs> Just these. What people. is legacy pollution? What was her title again? Uh, probably from uh, you guess from uh, areas that have been uh, heavy industry over the years. Uh-huh. Okay, right, whether uh-huh. they're still open or not, they're still. They've been polluted forever mm-hmm. because okay. of that. All right. Prior to our caring for the land. Right. Yeah. Air. She is the chair of the Council on Environmental Quality. Oh, so a DEI position. Cool. Yeah. Yes. It's completely made up. Uh, yes. Just a way to... Legacy pollution. I'm just trying to get a definition here, but I think you're probably... I've right. never heard the term I legacy pollution before. Have you? No, I have not. Uh, that's a new one on me. Legacy pollution, uh, that's persistent materials in the environment that were created through a polluting industry or process that have polluting effects, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Just another term to justify Mm -hmm. taking your tax dollars and moving them around to places. Okay. Would Cleveland qualify? Because they've had a river that burst into flame. That would be a a legacy Legacy pollution area. area. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything in in Michigan, around Detroit. Uh Houston. Houston. Houston, what, 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 what's wrong with Houston? I, th- I thought of you. Nothing. I thought. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the uh, Connecticut governor? And I don't remember his name. I apologize. But the Connecticut governor mm-hmm. went to Houston for the championship game. Yeah. Oh. And oh, he no. came back to Connecticut. And he was talking on a morning radio show Ned in Connecticut mm-hmm. uh, this past week. Uh, coming back from Houston, he called it was butt ugly. <laughs> And uh, he didn't like Houston at all. Has he been to Bridgeport? <laughs> Which has he been to Bridgeport, Connecticut? Boy, he said Bridgeport, he was walking around downtown Houston, which is butt ugly, by mm. the way. When I got the job with Glenn and I was looking for a place to live, I, I was looking for a. I was just going to rent a place briefly until the family got there, uh, and I went to Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. And I walked around that town before I met the uh, landlord guy. And uh, and I'm looking around, and it is a hollow. This was in 2009, mm-hmm. and then it was just this ghost town. You could see that it used to be a thriving place, and mm-hmm. it was just a hollowed out shell of a town. I can't imagine what it's like today. It was gross. It was sad. It was depressing. <laughs> right. right, Ned Lamont, man. Uh, yeah, and you moved in. <laughs> then I moved into uh, Perth Amboy, New Jersey. So I hit a home run. <laughs> oh boy, no, no place more beautiful oh, than New oh, Jersey. Oh no, Perth you know? Amboy was a sad place too. <laughs> Amboy, isn't that where uh, Bruce Springsteen is from? I feel like that's if yeah, yeah, 
I think so. A, I think there's two different towns. Let's see. The Amboy Dukes or whatever. Wasn't that his beginning band or something? Mm. Somebody's. He's in Long Branch. So. Oh. No, that's, that's Amboy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> uh, also, Dr. Fauci ha- has become <clears throat> a consultant <laughs> of Biotechnopolo. Biotechnopolo, uh, a hub in Siena, Italy. Okay. So it's a lab. He's going to be a consultant for a lab. This always ends out well. Uh, uh, this is uh, That's great. You know the future headline, right? It's a uh, new pandemic traced to a lab in Siena, Italy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he has agreed to act in an informal capacity as a strategic advisor to Reno Rupoli, uh, scientific director of Biotechnopolo, Biotech Hub in Siena, an institution founded by the ministries of the University of Health, Economy, and Industry, with the aim of focusing on applied research in biotechnologies and life sciences. This sounds fantastic. It sure does. Doesn't sound dangerous at all to have him involved, huh? Uh, not at all. Oof. The availability of the 82-year-old Fauci, one of the leading global experts in the field of infectious diseases and medical advisor to seven presidents of the United States, was welcomed by Nobel Prize winner Giorgio Parisi, a member of the Foundation's board. Mm-hmm. Fauci's willingness to act as an informal advisor, Parisi <laughs> said, is a fundamental step towards making Biotechnopolo, uh, Biotechnopolo mm-hmm. the Italian hub. What a awkward uh, name yeah. for... Um, you know, a biotech research place. Um, but they're excited to have him. They I can't bet. wait to start that gain-of-function so, research. <laughs> so is the world. They can't, can't wait. wait to start spreading disease around Italy and thus the rest of the world. Has he really predicted soon. the next pandemic within a year, or was that Bill Gates? Uh, that or was maybe, Bill Gates. Maybe it was both. Probably Fauci, too. Fauci has decades-long relations with Italian scientists. These ties, underscored Parisi, show how highly the value and rigor of Italian sciences are recognized. They're the most concrete stimulus to beginning as soon as possible. The activity of a center that can represent global recognition of the excellence of Italian science. Okay. so Very exciting for them. I just want to warn you before you throw it to this video. Uh Uh-huh. You're not going to like it. You're going to exclaim ick multiple times. Oh, this is where he's... Oh, (laughs) jeez. This is making the rounds. This is where he's picking oh, his doctor. nose. <laughs> yes. And, so and you have to believe that maybe uh-huh. he's having breakfast. Taking something out of his nose. Let's see. Come on, let's play. All this. right. Let's see it. Uh, oh, gosh. No. Here's an email chain from April of 2020. Uh, oh, my God. You turn to the uh, second to last page. Oh, it's a deposition. <laughs> Isn't that gross? Oh. Uh, and by the way, uh, Dr. Fauci, could you stop picking your nose and eating it? Dude, We'd appreciate that if uh, you the, would need your boogers after you. The pull dude them ate out your nose. a booger. Yeah, that was gross. Uh, that was nasty. Okay, so Jeffy's not on board. Uh, let's see it one more time. I mean, okay. if you're having breakfast, look away from the screen for a second. Okay, big And now he put it right uh, in his mouth, and uh, you don't agree with what part? I don't, know that he actually, actually <laughs> a, I don't know that he actually grabbed a book. I feel like John Madden needs to circle his, his nose. I would love that. I would love and then that. boom! And then look, he slips it, it in. And then he slips it in right there in that boom. <laughs> he found a hole. 
Page. What a gross that's human being. That's awesome. Oh, man. That's just nasty. And that's the guy that they're so proud to have they in are. Italy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, hope he spends a lot of time over any there. Any place is proud really. to have it. No, oh, man. No kidding. Because what a, what a statesman. We're fortunate enough American. just to have a candle and we're happy to. Oh, yeah. We're happy to be a part <laughs> of this. St. Fauci of, what was it? The CCs? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. More coming up. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. A few tweets here to start out. Uh, call it like I see it, tweets. You know what else keeps kids safe at school? Girls not having to compete against dudes in sports. From Kamal Apologist, the vaccine is indeed a substitute for love, guys. It used to be our crushes that caused our hearts to beat out of our chests. Oh, no. Now it's just the vax. I see what he did there. (laughs) See what they did? Uh Yeah. Uh, Cincy Girl 45. So we went from hashtag love wins to hashtag vaccines win. Mm-hmm. Microaggressor, what in the Sam Hill is legacy pollution and what are its pronouns? <laughs> Good questions. Uh, chitty Chitty Fang Fang, Marines of the, Marines of the queer movement. That's you RuPaul. know the drag queens, according to uh, RuPaul. <laughs> My USMC risked his life so these individuals could freely be themselves. How dare RuPaul compare men who play dress up to men? Who defend freedom. Yep. Such a great point. That's where we are in this country where mm-hmm. 20 years ago, mm-hmm. we went off on a football player who dared to call himself a soldier to we don't even care that someone is comparing a drag show artist to a U.S. Marine. Screw you. And yeah. nobody cares. And that's where we are in our society. Pathetic. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Trying to sell your home is a real challenge, especially in this environment, in this market. It's up and down. It's all over the place. I mean, you got to worry about the uh, the new percentage rates on your on your loan. I mean, what you got to worry about whether or not you should do a bunch of repairs to your house before you try to sell it, or do you just try to sell it as is? That's where your real estate agent comes in. These are people who are with buyers all the time, and they can help you through this process. Real estate agents I trust. This is Glenn's company. And so they vetted these agents really carefully to get, I don't know, 1,500 or so across the country. Just the best in every market. If they couldn't find somebody really good in any given city, we skipped it. Um, So these are just the cream of the crop. The best agents there are. Real estate agents I trust. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Uh, this is interesting. Unexpected. <clears throat> Bill Clinton actually admitting to a terrible mistake. <laughs> actually wow. taking the blame for what's going on in Ukraine oh. with Russia right now. I thought you were going to talk about <clears throat> his marriage to Hillary. No. <laughs> He hasn't admitted that okay. quite yet, um, but we all know that's probably his biggest mistake. 
Uh, at least in his personal life. Bill Clinton has confessed that he made a terrible mistake in forcing Ukraine to give up its nuclear weapons in 1994. Mm. The disgraced former president, who's... <laughs> Is he disgraced? I love that. Who wrote this article? No kidding. Daily Mail. Daily Mail. (laughs) Disgraced former president whose term in office was marred by a sex scandal with a White House intern. (laughs) Wow. That's not disgraceful. No American news agency Uh -uh. would ever write that. No. No. (laughs) But he demanded uh, Kiev, 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 surrender its atomic arms in a deal with moscow but in a rare show of humility that's for sure clinton admitted russia's illegal invasion would never have happened if the ukrainians had been allowed to keep their nuclear armaments wow and they're you know be a deterrent he said i feel terrible about it because ukraine it's a very important country and i feel a personal stake because i got them to agree to give up their nuclear weapons that's incredible, mm-hmm. really, isn't it? I mean, you got Biden who can't even accept responsibility for the withdrawal in Afghanistan, right? Uh, and sending Ukraine over two hundred billion dollars in <laughs> weapons and cash, and uh, he has gotten us into unbelievable messes. Won't admit to any of it, and now years after his presidency, Clinton fesses up to this. That's really strange, isn't it? There's going to be a reason. I, why would yeah, you're that? right. This guy, yeah, like, Slick Willie. Why is he? Yeah, why? What is up with that? I don't know. I mean, what what good uh, could come of it for him? I don't know, but we're all missing. I don't it. know. I just feel like maybe it's his way of taking some blame, so they can't say it's it would wouldn't have happened with Trump. Mm. Um, I, I, I honestly I don't, I don't know. know. He said none of them believe that Russia would have pulled this stunt if Ukraine still had their weapons. Mm-hmm. Now he's 76 years old now. Uh, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, a once again independent Ukraine possessed the third largest atomic arsenal in the world with some 1,900 nuclear warheads. The international agreement to give them up was struck in January 1994 with then-Russian leader Boris Yeltsin. The deal also included commitments from the Kremlin to respect Ukrainian independence, which obviously they've not done recently. Those pledges were first ignored by Putin when he seized Crimea uh, in 2014. Jeez. Oh, okay. Is this Hmm. a case of Jeffy um, has the theory that once you get to a certain age, you're like, whatever. Yes. You know know what? I was was just thinking about that. Is is it that? And then what else can we expect from him? I know, because sometime between the ages of about (laughs) 75-ish to 90, when they're still lucid, you mm-hmm. got to yeah. get a hold of these people because yeah. they don't care anymore. Uh-huh. And the interviews that they give are awesome because they just lay it out there. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that bastard. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Every time these guys, these stars, these, uh, you know, politicians, whatever, yeah, when they get interviewed, when they're, it's usually around 80. And they start, oh, you know, I got to get this. I got to get this out. But mm. uh, and, I, and I agree, that's probably where he's going here. But he just made Mr. Hippie Boy, Bill Clinton, just made the case for nuclear arms being a deterrent for an invasion yeah. of another power, mm-hmm. which 
his party has spent decades saying we need to disarm and not yeah. have nuclear weapons and oh we're just escalating he just admitted that if ukraine had been allowed to keep their nukes russia wouldn't be in there today he made that case yeah. a democrat yes, president he did. yes he did <laughs> uh, i bet the biden administration is not happy with him right now uh they can't be Ah, uh, that's interesting. Well, really interesting. There's no way they can be happy with them. Not from my perch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm not happy with them. That pisses me off, that job. Kirby. You know, how defensive was he? Dude. Normally, he's he mild-mannered yeah. and calm, and even though we disagree with him, he just kind of keeps yes, an even does. keel. But, oh, my gosh, he was forced to defend yes, the withdrawal was, the way it went down in Afghanistan, and he was not happy yesterday. Well, because they can't. They can't be challenged on anything because yeah, they have no defense for and, it. And Peter, to his defense, to Pete's defense, was on him. Yeah, he I, was. I, I love that. Yes, he was. Yeah. Are you really happy about this? You're really Tell proud me, of it? Are you kidding me? Proud we got 120,000 people out? Yeah. Yeah. What about right. the you, you know ten or 15,000 so you left behind? Yes. How about that? How about those people? Are yeah. you proud of that? No. How about all the people who were murdered by the Taliban because you didn't get them out? Yeah. Nah. Whatever. We're Look, not going to talk about that. Intelligence part. is hard work, Peter. It's not easy. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, thanks for that quote. What was this? Hold on. What was this? All the stuff you got. Here's the all quote. The stuff you got wrong. He said this twice to make sure you caught it. John Kirby from it's, the White House said it's not about accountability mm -hmm. in describing the withdrawal from Afghanistan when asked report. Who's going to get fired? The report. Yeah. Nothing is about accountability nope. for them. Nothing. Nope. They're not accountable for anything nope. yesterday the elon musk led twitter uh changed the description of npr yeah. i love this to <laughs> state affiliated media yeah. oh that did not make npr happy no, they are not at happy about all. that at all <laughs> the ceo of npr national <laughs> public radio uh said this as he i guess he wrote a statement yeah. Uh, put a statement out on the Twitter label to his people. This is from John Lansing. He says, all, we were disturbed to see last night that Twitter has labeled NPR as state-affiliated media. <laughs> which is exactly what they are, by the right. way. Right. They are state-affiliated. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, a description that, per Twitter's own guidelines, does not apply to NPR. NPR and our member stations are supported by millions of listeners who depend on us for the independent, fact-based journalism we provide. And this guy's a liar. <laughs> NPR stands for freedom of speech and holding the does powerful it? accountable. Uh-huh. It is unacceptable for Twitter to label us this way. A vigorous, vibrant, free press is essential to the health of our democracy. How much does Twitter receive from the U.S.? I mean, NPR. How much does NPR receive from the U.S. government every year? They claim very little. Very little, my I, I think, seriously, I, I, I feel like they claim it's, it's only like 1% or something like that. What? That's what yeah. I'm pretty sure no, that's what they were. They, they can't say, claim that. They say it's less than one percent yeah. of their. They say it's less than one percent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Whatever. Newsweek says it's four percent. Okay. See. But you know, let's not play percentages. Let's let's look at the. Yeah. What is the millions. amount? Let me see. I don't know when this article. This article is from 2011. Okay. Oh, that's a while Ooh. ago. Um. Yeah. Man, money was money back then. 
That's what money was money. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dollar, right. A buck was a buck. Mm. Well, well, it wasn't, well. but <laughs> it was a, it was more of a buck than it is now. I hear that all the time. Well, that's what money was. Well, that's when a dollar was a dollar. And I'm no. like, well, not 2011, though. No. But now, Cato Institute. A dollar. Like, a dollar is still a dollar. <laughs> Cato says 15%. 15? Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now we're starting to tack on a little bit. Yeah. And I bet if we look at what they give to the affiliates, mm. right? So the government gives the main MPR 1% to 4%, or, you know, maybe 15 as they said there. Mm-hmm. But what they give to the affiliates, you know what I mean? The, yeah, the separate maybe. MPR stations. I just, that could be the straw they're splitting. Yeah. I don't know. The hair they're splitting. Um, all this talk of election interference that we've had um, and uh, wokeness tweeted out uh, how ABC covers Joe Biden, how it covered the Donald Trump speech last week. A lot of people picked up on this. Watch this. Uh, Check this out because this okay. is very, very interesting. They uh-huh. blurred out the uh, text uh, a number to. Yes, to the number to text a Donald Trump and to get donations. Mm-hmm. So they blur it out. Who's a? I mean, he's an official presidential candidate yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. And Joe Biden? Did they blur that out? No, no, I mean, they did not. Pretty much election they interference. That's not. exactly what that is. That's egregious. I mean, don't they have to make an? In, they have to consider that an in-kind wow. donation, I think, to the Biden administration. That's um, interesting. Yeah, because I, you're supposed to treat candidates equally, right? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, you are. Wow. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Pure Health. Um, you got to start taking care of your liver right now. This is something maybe you don't think of a lot. You don't think about your liver like really ever, (laughs) right? (laughs) But the latest data from the American Heart Association indicates that adults with fatty liver were three and a half more times uh, likely to have heart failure than those without. You're telling me. I'm telling you, especially you, uh, Jeff, because you got fatty liver, fatty kidneys, (laughs) Fatty heart, fatty bladder, fatty fill in the blank, fatty, fatty, pretty much fatty everything. Yeah, right. And so uh, you should definitely pay attention to this. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, the American <laughs> Liver Foundation says that a hundred million Americans have fatty liver. Liver. Uh, that's like a third of us. Yeah. Sheesh. Which means. A lot of people are at risk. We throw everything at our livers. Uh, Cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes. Mm. You still throw some of those things at it, don't you? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why a lot of us have sluggish, fatty liver that makes us gain weight and lose energy. For decades now, your liver helped you with over 500 key functions every day. So it's time you help out your liver. There is a solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. It's an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA and approved by American doctors. You can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to help your heart be healthy. Uh, Try Liver Health Formula by going to getliverhelp.com slash pat. Getliverhelp.com slash pat. Claim your free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed.
to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Lynn tweets, Bless you men for a happy Easter and blessed Passover. Patheads, have a wonderful Sunday. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. Thank you. Uh, And happy Easter to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Great time of year. I know. i got to get my Easter bunny and my chocolate Easter bunny out. Uh, Yeah, that's the important part. That's what I'm saying. Do you go the day after Easter and just clear the shelves at the drugstore of all the candy and take it up to the front for your 75% off discount? Yes. Ah. And you gotta eat. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> no of better time. Course. From Linda Rose. So I guess Fauci <laughs> never heard the expression pick and flick. Oh, gosh, this guy. <laughs> now, when I see a kid picking his or her nose, uh, I'm going to tell them, don't do a Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I, yeah, that's. If you missed it, uh, you, you didn't uh, miss anything appetizing, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Fauci apparently picked his nose and ate it. Um, so. And then uh, he gets his fabulous invite from the Italians right. to do another fabulous lab experiment on the uh, on the planet. Unsuspecting people of Italy. There. Oh, gosh, there it is. Oh, cool. <laughs> from Guillermo. Guys, the correct amount for NPR to receive from federal government to not be state media is zero. Yeah. Zero yeah. percent. True. True. And yet... Uh, it's at least 15%, I'll bet you. So it gets 38% of its revenue from individual contributions, 19% from corporate sponsorship and licensing. Okay. Uh, All right. 10% from foundation donations, 10% mm-hmm. from university licensing and donations. Uh, what, what is the... So 8% from the corporation... Of public broadcasting. Well, wait a minute. University licensing—that's yeah, just a—that's that that, sounds... a government fee, right? That they're getting from yeah. from the U.S. government. I'll bet. This says four percent from the government. Huh. That's this... direct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it's direct. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah they're finagling that it's somehow. It's taking taking a different uh, route. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Absolutely. like I said, the Cato Institute says it's more like 15. 15? Yeah. No, nah, it sounds at least. It's got to be at least that amount. But when you right. buy a tote bag, you're doing your part to make sure that we can continue to bring you if quality you order programming. order these CDs today, uh-huh. we're going to throw in this tote bag, eight more CDs, and a <laughs> pair of shoes. Hey, caller, who's your favorite uh, PBS personality? Is it Big Bird? Well, if you don't want Big Bird to I've go seen away. I've some good docs out there, though. Mm-hmm. I've seen some good docs. Some good docs? Yeah, the documentaries. Documentaries? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. What's your favorite one? Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh. Really? It was awesome. Oh, mm. cool. This it is was a awesome. chance That guy Pat. was amazing. Pat? Sammy to, Davis Jr. Yes. Time to break out the uh, Sammy Davis Jr. impersonation. <laughs> you don't get many opportunities. <laughs> that guy was awesome. That's true. You don't. You yeah, just man. Uh... <laughs> Come on. Let's go, monkey. Come on, let's go. Let's go, monkey. I'm not a trained monkey. I'm not your trained but you are. Uh, but I'm really so, not. <laughs> and I mean that, babe. I'm not your trained monkey. And I mean that, man. There you go. Be another I love s- Sammy Davis Jr. Be another man. six years before you get an opening like that and for I Sammy mean Davis Jr. That, babe. that guy was awesome, though. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh, lost an eye somehow, right? Yeah, it was in a, it was in an accident. Oh, okay. lost his eye, and then he had to he battled back from that. But I mean, he started performing when he was a little kid. 
didn't even mm. go through all any kind of formal education at all. He always he said for years that that was his biggest regret, not having a formal education. Mm. Uh, because I mean, he was on the road, and that was a PBS documentary. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it was a documentary huh. on him. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I was asked to donate after I watched it. So it's Sammy Man, <laughs> and I mean that. Babe. He died in 1990. Wow, long time ago. Yeah. Of course, those guys were pretty old because they were what big in the 50s and 60s. Oh yeah, yeah. The Rat Pack hanging out in Vegas. Back in the day when Vegas was still I know, Vegas. When Vegas was Vegas. Mm-hmm. Men were yep. men. Boy, That's right. Women were women. <laughs> That's not necessarily the case anymore. <laughs> That's not the case anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Women are women. That's a wild card now. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure is. Uh, all right. We got to play this uh, this woman who, uh, I don't know, these people who get, I mean, voting for Trump is one thing. Liking Trump is one thing there are people who take it to a whole different level yeah, it's though. like maga plus yeah i mean there are people who are just it's almost cult-like yes it is uh, it does seem that way it does and here's one of them anna perez says she'd be willing to take a bullet for trump mm. Because President Trump would take a bullet for her. Mm, okay. Huh. All right. Uh, something that really kind of inspired me before I did this show uh, was hearing Ryan, what Ryan said in the episode that he did today, right before this. He said, uh, I would take a bullet for President Trump. And when he said that, I, at first I was a little taken aback. I was like, all right, Ryan, that's a little that's a little much. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it for a split second, and then and I realized, then you no, it's not. it wasn't. No. You know right. why? Why? Because President Trump would take a bullet for me. Pause it for President a second. Trump is... No, President uh, Trump would not take a bullet for you. Now, maybe some <laughs> he would absolutely not take a bullet I, for you. I have a, I, you know, today I've had a lot of feelings on the show. Uh, you have. I have a lot of feelings. You Today's have. a feeling Friday for me, uh-huh. and I feel like that even Trump's security wouldn't take a bullet for her. No, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. <laughs> but there's more. Mm-hmm. President Trump would take a bullet for me. Mm, President Trump is taking a bullet for me. Mm, President Trump is prepared to take a bullet for all of us. What he's doing is actually Christ-like, and I never thought that before until today. I actually used to make fun of people who would say that because I thought, okay, that's not made fun of them, but I would be like, all right, that's a little extreme, but he's literally going to prison for us. No! What? Happy Good Friday to you. (laughs) Uh, have a good Friday to uh, you. On the, okay. We got the Trump Jesus analogy. He is not taking upon himself our crimes. This is something that he supposedly did that he may go to jail. That's not doing it for us. What are you talking about? That's just bizarre. This is the kind of stuff that turns people away from Donald yes, Trump. It for doesn't sure. help. This Donald is where Trump. you say, "Good God, what yeah. is the matter yeah, with like, you?" Yeah, if there's an undecided voter out there that's oh, like, geez. you know what, maybe I'll consider Trump. They see that. Oh wait, I'm going to be in that camp with her. Yeah, e- I don't e- want to be in that cult. Uh-huh. No, thank you. I mean, Donald Trump did great things as president. Yes, first, first three years. First three, first to admit that he 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 did a much better job than I thought he was going to do. Yes, and he did some things that were awesome that no other American president has ever done, and a lot of American presidents said they were going to do and then didn't, like yeah. moving the 
the uh, embassy, the U.S. Mm-hmm. embassy to Jerusalem. Yep. That was a bold move that yes, took guts. Yep. And he just did it. Yep. And so the judges, are, his the legacy, judges, you can fantastic. never take away his legacy of filling yes. those federal judicial posts that have helped us in so many ways. But I mean, wow. To compare him to the savior, um, that's, it, that's like sacrilege. Stop it. You should get a grip on yourself. Okay. I mean, you can vote for him, you can like him, you can love him, but let's keep it in perspective, shall we? This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So Donald Trump's going to jail for us. I think it's more accurate to say about 900 people went to jail for him. Yeah, he didn't right? take a, he, I mean, there was no bullet taken from him for them. No, I mean, bizarre just a little perspective uh, that's all i seek just a tad just a little bit i mean it's an american politician he's not a religious figure but i mean at one man. time we did find out that he had a room full of bibles <laughs> we did we did find out no yes it was a big beautiful room in full Manhattan. of bibles if i remember correctly it was a big right? beautiful room yeah yeah it was it was I nice i love that clip <laughs> I so much i bet i don't have that anymore i, I was so good uh, uh the trump bible. i don't know if you can i mean we could try to find it ah, yeah we could try to right. find it but it was so good <laughs> yes it was <laughs> It's a big, beautiful room. People send me a lot of Bibles. Bibles. You know, we I were get here a lot in Manhattan. It's beautiful. <laughs> He's being interviewed at uh, at his, at his at Trump Plaza. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, awesome. And the guy asked him if he ever went to church. Remember that? Uh, do you go to church? Or? And I don't remember. Well, there was exactly. a couple different interviews, right? There was the the Bible interview, and that might have been the same one because that, that was that was the same Trump one. Tower. Yeah. And then he did the. They had the interview on the stage where he talked about. Uh, not you know being not so religious but still like he used to mm. go to church or mm-hmm. I, it was just it was a weird answer yeah it was, a weird it was an answer. interesting yeah. answer yeah that's yeah. the word i was looking for interesting i think he, he went when he could or when he felt yeah, yeah, like yeah. it or <laughs> once in a while yeah, that, that was the I other one i don't yes. know what exactly yeah. it was yes. but he was not a you know uh, an every week church goer right. uh, by any stretch of the but imagination. But that, so, that doesn't matter. Right. Pat. Of course. Of course. That's right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we have uh, two brand new uh, black holes. Well, they're not brand new. It's just new to us because we just found them. Yeah. The closest black holes ever to Earth. And they're like nothing that's ever been seen before. Mm. Now they're just right in our backyard oh no that sounds terrifying yeah well, it is closest, terrifying. they're the closest they ones suck us right into it hmm. yeah they i uh, i mean one of them gaia bh1 is just 1560 light years away from earth i mean that's like right there that's right there if so if you're traveling at the speed of light it would only take you 1560 years to get there Nothing. I mean, that is like Lickety that's almost split. in our front yard. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell Gaia? I, I'm curious on this. Uh, G A I A. So is this named after the goddess of Earth or whatever? I'm sure it is. That's yeah, gross. Sure it is. Ugh. Now Gaia BH2 
is uh, 3,800 light years away in the constellation of Centaurus. Again, how, how long would it take you to get there, Jeffy, to that one? Lickety-split, you're there. Lickety-split, mm-hmm. yep. In, it, like if you're traveling at the speed of light, mm-hmm. it would only take you 3,800 years. No problem. <laughs> I mean, that's so, amazing they can even find this stuff. I know, so far away and mm-hmm. so uh, cool, apparently, because... They didn't. They didn't realize that stars could orbit them from such a wide in such a wide yeah, orbit. Yeah, that was the deal with it takes this, right three there. years right. to circle it or something. That was what the they were surprised about with these black holes is that they yeah. actually had stars that were uh, orbiting orbiting them. the black hole itself. Yeah, yeah. So, so many so many jokes. Just go ahead and write them. So that's interesting. So mm-hmm. scientists are admitting that they don't know everything and haven't discovered everything. Right? Hmm. Huh. Well, okay. Isn't that something? That yeah, is. That doesn't apply to climate change, though. You uh-huh. know that, right? That doesn't apply to climate change. No, we have all, the, all the facts are on the all table. All the with facts that. are on the table on climate change. We know everything there is to know about this planet and its climate, <clears throat> and we can control it if we just set our minds to it. So we can't control anything else. No, no, you can't. But we can control the climate. I don't know, I don't know if you're aware of that. When we go back to living like cavemen, mm-hmm. then it'll, it'll no, be hang on Everything's going to be nice and cool. So the left wants us to accept that we can't count the votes in an election <laughs> on the same day that they're cast. <laughs> right. But they do want us to believe that we can control the weather. Yes. A hundred years out. Yes. Okay. Do you have a well, problem we can't with control that? the weather. We can just make it better make for it humans better for on, humans on yes. Earth. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. Well, wow, that's... All right. Now, this discovery means that we have to adapt our theories about the evolution of binary star systems. Oh. So if you had your theory uh, <laughs> of Jeffrey, a binary star goes, system, it needs to change. Jeffy's got there a pen and pad there, over there. There goes my doctorate. Yeah. yeah you right. should have written it out your theory in pencil because now it's all in ink and I see that you're going to have a lot of. Yeah, I've got to change it up. Re- ah, reworking crap. there. Because, I mean, you've really been working on that for a while. Yeah. I change it, but I don't want to use whiteout. So because it's too racist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. At least you're 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 good for you. You're evolving as a human. Well, no. I'm, I'm writing about black holes. I don't mm-hmm. want to use white out. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. Well, uh, are you aware that law enforcement officials in Colorado have just arrested a transgender individual with a communist manifesto? For allegedly planning mass shootings at schools and churches Impossible. in the area. Impossible, Pat. Thank you. Trans are perfect. Thank you. Right. <laughs> well, okay, other than the four trans that we know of, well, one, I guess there's only three trans and one non-binary person right. okay. who have performed these mass shootings lately. Just three trans, one non-binary and then this one was planning to do the same thing. Can you imagine this? Like five of them in the last... What, two years? Oh. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Year or two? It's just in the very recent past. Hmm. That is a bit disproportionate. Uh, you know, um, do you talk about how many white males do this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more white males yeah. than there are trans people. I want to stop hearing about angry white males and yeah. talk no about kidding. angry yeah. trans people. It's almost like they're mad at society and what society has done to them. And now they regret it and they want to take people out with them. 
Well, we saw um, Riley Gaines was uh, attacked. Mm-hmm. Right, the the swimmer. Oh, right. Was in California right. and San Francisco, and uh, a, they the crowd rushed in after she was done speaking at some event at San Francisco University. And uh, I was look. She posted a, a video on her Twitter account, which you can go see. And you don't, you see her being escorted down a hall and taken to safety by security because trans rights are human rights. 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 <laughs> and nonstop mm-hmm. through the entire thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think, shut up. Oh. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. What? Trans rights are human rights. Trans rights are human rights. I think okay. I got it. Yeah, I think we all, all got right, it. We got, yeah, well, yeah, we have it. Uh, and, I mean, there was another, there was a conservative speaker out at, uh, I forget what university it was, and he's trying to explain to them in his presentation how, um, what free speech is, you know, and like how... Trans rights are human rights! It's exactly Trans what they did. Human rights. The entire time, they formed a conga line, they wouldn't let him speak, they disrupted and just started just dancing and doing all sorts of insane crap until they moved the event. Mm. I, you, you can't even have a conversation with these people. Nope. It's insanity. Nope. Now, news of this arrest of this latest trans individual who was planning a mass shooting mm-hmm. was made uh, public on Thursday, so yesterday afternoon, but the arrest happened March 31st, just a few days after... The transgender terrorist massacred six people in Nashville at the Christian school. The individual, um, let's see, or is a biological male who goes by a different female name and uses she/her pronouns. So mentally ill. Okay. The 19-year-old was charged with criminal attempt to commit murder in the first degree, two counts, criminal mischief, menacing and interference with staff, faculty, or students of an educational institution. The suspect allegedly targeted Timber, Timberview Middle School, Prairie Hills Elementary, Pine Creek High School, and other targets were churches. Wow. Wow. A family member turned the suspect into police. Wow. Thank heaven. No kidding. This is what needs to happen when... People you know are saying things like this. You know you gotta you gotta tell somebody so that this can be averted. So anyway, a family member turned the suspect into police, telling nine one one that they had threatened to shoot up schools and had severe anger issues. A spokesperson for the Eighteenth Judicial District Attorney's Office told local media that the suspect was in the process of transitioning. Police said the home had trash piled piled up all around the house to where it made it hard to walk inside and that there were numerous containers filled with half-eaten food with mold growing inside and numerous alcoholic beverage containers laying around the house, too. So not exactly a great housekeeper, either. So this person um, has... Uh, they're undergoing transitioning right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. So shouldn't they, in theory, see the light at the end of the tunnel and think, oh, everything's going to be better when I transition? But apparently not the case, huh? Apparently not. No. Huh. It's almost like they regretted the decision and now they were angry. Again, I'm completely just filling in the blanks here. Are you going to make me tell you that trans rights are human rights again? No, we're not going to make you do that. No. No. 
Because okay. I, I, I think you've made that clear. Mm. I do. I think you've really made that clear. <laughs> okay. If I'm not mistaken, trans rights are human yeah. rights. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we? Is anybody trying to take trans away... Trans rights are human rights! Is anybody <laughs> trying to take away trans rights? Not that I know of. I can't find Not the place. That, we're, we're simply unless, telling you to leave kids Unless alone. one of their rights is to perform drag shows mm-hmm. in front of children. Mm-hmm. Or give them access to books about sex mm-hmm. in, at an appropriate age. How about the lap dances old, right? on six-year-old girls? Is that okay? Or no. We, oh, hater. That's not okay. Hater, right that's here. That's not okay. No. Now, the suspect allegedly punched holes in the wall inside the house and ripped a door off the hinges. Wow. The suspect allegedly visibly shook his head, indicating yes when asked by law enforcement if he was going to shoot up a school. Hmm. The suspect uh, also said that he had been planning the attacks for over a month and had started planning and writing a manifesto. Evidence collected inside the home included the suspect's manifesto, the communist manifesto by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, and a notebook with suicidal ideations. Jeez, man. Wow. Uh, Not happy. Not happy people. So many of them. It's really sad. The suspect allegedly researched how to 3D print firearms, made detailed lists of numerous people to target, gathered information about how to make bombs, and made commentary about notorious mass shooters, serial killers, and politicians. Uh... Mentally ill, perhaps. Boy, thanks to the family member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. For realizing that, yes. you know, this is an issue. Yeah. Right. And letting somebody know about it. Yeah. And not not after the fact. Well, yeah. I knew Probably they, should have said something. I knew they were upset and angry, but I never thought that it right. would ever get to this. And thank heaven somebody wised up and took care of yes. it. Yes. <sighs> Jeez. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Eden Pure air purifiers. You can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air. You can eliminate odors, kill mold and mildew, and bacteria and oh. viruses, all with Eden Pure. Oh, so like if you have like food <clears throat> cartons laying around with mold growing on them, Eden Pure will get that stank <laughs> right out of the air. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. Because it uses oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air, which seek out the odors and air pollutants in your home and destroy them. Let's say I had a house full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Where I, you could barely is, even walk through is it, it. Is it possible that I could buy more than one? Yeah, you, could get, you can get a three-pack right now. Um, and even more than that if you want, but you could get a three-pack for under $200. Nice. So it's really nicely priced, too. And you just take these out of the box, plug them in, turn them on, and they work. And you don't have to worry about filters or changing them or anything. Mm. So with this special offer, you'll get three units for under 200 bucks. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in the discount code PAT, and you save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAT. Shipping is free. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Well, Pat, I mean, it's a lot of doom and gloom. It's Friday. 
Can I get you into a pair of animal videos? Oh, mm. what? Well, because I'm Jeffy is here and he I'm loves him so much. Oh, what's the deal for Jeffy? I, I say yes. But trans rights are human rights. Yeah. <laughs> trans rights are human about rights. About animal rights, too, are also uh, yeah, uh, human rights. Yeah, humans first. No, wait. Humans no. First. Animal <laughs> rights are animal rights. Yeah. Okay. Thank right. you. So, uh, <laughs> we've got a German shepherd. That uh, does oh. squats along with his human parent. He's like a gym rat. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. So. Okay. You're going to love this, Jeffy. Yeah. See? The guy's doing. He's got the. Okay. The guy is working out. <laughs> he's doing squats. It's good stuff. Or he's about to. That dog. And at the same time, the Look dog at that is. Dog. That is awesome. Okay. The dog's not really doing squats because well, he I mean, doesn't have. Uh, he doesn't have any weights that he's. Doesn't have <laughs> squatting a spotter. He doesn't have a spotter. That's or, why he can't do. <laughs> That's awesome. I love dogs so much. How cool is that? <laughs> you love it, right, Jeffy? Jeffy? Chime in. Right? Sad. sad. <laughs> How's it sad? It's cute. It's sad. adorable. First of all, get your damn dog out of the gym. <laughs> that I was know. my question. Yeah. Is he a service dog? He, you know, he you can can't, be the Heaven forbid it's a service dog. You can't ask anything about that. They get to go everywhere. So That's right. That's, That's the right. way it is. Well, he didn't have the little sweater no, on you or got, whatever. Yeah, no, you got a service tag. dog. I tell you, man, tag. you talk about a slippery slope. First, we got like a pet smart. You know, you can let your dogs in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're at Home Depot. Then they're in the mm-hmm. grocery store. Now they're at the, now gym. They're at the gym. It's oh like, God. all right, yep. come on. Yep. Stop. They're everywhere. Also... There's a guy with cats playing, I don't know, some we're cat not, game with them. No, we're not, we're we're not, not done. done. There's one more that he wants <laughs> okay. to get to here. So This is wild. I mean, what the heck. Watch here, this. Look Watch at this. this. Oh, wow. Huh? Look at that. Look at that. Look at the dog. That I mean, cat is. See what happened oh, there? Oh, wait. Oh, oh no. Then, then the cat, other cat falls in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. How does that happen, Pat? How did, how did both of those incredible events happen i one being a goalie one knocking know. the other one into the bucket you got me i don't i don't know how that happened but it was incredible you think it's real am i right i, I incredible yes incredible. that's the word incredible mm-hmm. the, think it's real uh, i i don't know if it is real it's it's uh there's a lot going on there mm-hmm. i don't look at I this mean, look, watch one more time okay because oh, jeffy loves it let's, let's <laughs> you got the, the badminton the, right badminton with the shuttle there you go all right oh look at that nice kick yeah kick save and then and he hits it back, and then this one. That one missed it, but yeah, then it. ejects But then we the like it because he screwed up and missed it, but then he hit the hit the yeah he hit, hit the, the trash can. And <laughs> what are your thoughts, Jeffy? The other cat goes into that's, the other uh, trash can. That's legit. That video. Uh, no, that's great. It's oh, great, right? Yeah. Oh, it has to yeah. be real. No, you love these even more than I do. I oh, think. Oh man, that's what I'm sensing. Are you sensing that, Keith? I'm absolutely I think sensing he, that. He loves them even more I than I do. I cannot tell you, ever, so many of these stupid things end up in my feed because I watch them on this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just, and you I'm appreciate happy, it, right? I do appreciate it. You, you love I it. I do appreciate it. You love it. Jeff, did you hear that? Keep them coming. Did you hear that? Keep the animal videos oh, coming. So what you're going to want to do is, uh, of course, tag at Keith Malinak. You don't need because, to tag me. They just but, show up. But then My you, algorithm Then you says, just oh, tag at Jeffy JFR mm-hmm. because, well, he he loves them, as mm-hmm. we've established. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clearly loves them. I mean, he can't get enough of them. You see the cats looking out the window and... 
Oh, it's just <laughs> Wait, wait, tell me. Now, now, now I'm invested in this description. A cat is looking out the window. Uh, yeah. Then what happens? They show the cat with the window partly open and his head's peeking out. Me, when I want, when the neighbors are fighting. <laughs> so, yeah, they showed the cat you know, yeah. stretched out. Yeah, clearly that didn't make the cut. The window. No, it did not. Stupid. Shouldn't have made the cut like this. Hmm? I, I, I do like the one with the cat. Trying to keep the kid from going out the window or whatever that is. You know, the little kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the good. cat keeps. That's good. It saves the kid. It saves the kid. Yeah. yeah. Is the cat's name Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, then you have, you have to love it. Mm-hmm. You have to love it. The cat would take a bullet for the kid. Uh-huh. You know that. <laughs> right? Say it. I think he take would. Take a bullet for him. I think he would. Yeah. Earlier this week, we talked about uh, research showing that plants. Yell, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. when they're, when they're hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so Peta, Peta now is saying uh, vegetarians might start eating only fruit that falls off trees. Oh, because that's a, they're already dead. Yeah. yeah, they've already given up yeah. on life, so now it's okay right. to go and eat them. Right. So they're going to be fruitarians, I guess. Man, that's a weird group right there. PETA's vice president of programs, Alyssa Allen, love her, said the jury is still out on whether plants feel pain. If we discover that they can, mm-hmm. we may all become fruitarians. I think we. Have, I thought we already discovered that eating eating only what falls from the tree. Well, well if they're <laughs> screaming, I and when they get yeah. hurt, I'd yeah. say they feel pain, yeah. right? And I would say that uh, you should, if you're uh, a fruitarian, what is it again? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should probably respect the fruit. And you don't want to desecrate it by eating it after it's dead. I think you should just starve to death. Oh, nice. You need to just... Okay. No, I don't want you to it's starve. another way to go. I don't, listen, me personally... It's another way to go. I don't want them to starve to death, but just don't eat. <laughs> okay. I think I think we've we've yeah. solved solved yeah. the issue there. It's, it's insane. Can you imagine they're standing there? So mean. They're mm-hmm. standing there under the tree. Come on, Apple. I'm starving. Please fall. Please just give up on life so I can have I it. I will say they're awful good, though. Uh... My aunt used to have a, a pear tree, and the pears that fell on the ground, man, they were super ripe and, I guess, really dead, and they were good. Okay. <laughs> and they were were good. you ever outside? Did you find yourself outside um, when they fell? Yes. And, and if so, did yeah. you hear them screaming as on their way yeah, down? No. <laughs> no. Help me! Help me! Ow! <laughs> Have we discovered that that's what they say? Yeah, yeah. Ow, think, on the way down? Well, it's not... Okay, Apple, is that you? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> they don't speak English. Okay. Oh. It's some other okay. weird weird language. I don't know. All right, it's great. I've tried to decide if I heard them scream, mm-hmm. would it detour me from eating them? No. no. I mean, do you, do you, is, does it deter you from Wait, eating detour? a pig when it squeals after its throat's being cut? No. Or while its throat's being cut? No. Or when a cow is slaughtered for food? Mm. No. No, it doesn't deter any of us who eat meat. <laughs> so so I certainly wouldn't care if a plant screams when you when you hurt it. <laughs> we need we need a we need we a, don't care. We need an interview with a plant to tell us what's going on here. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. 
That is a good idea. <laughs> we a need a microphone. Idea. We need a camera crew. And I want to see somebody uh, interviewing a tomato plant. And I want to hear the sound. Yeah. Why haven't we heard the sound yeah. yet? Yeah, don't be hitting us with this uh, yeah. without, without the evidence. Because that's Show what they me. claim, that it right. make a sound. Well, then you should have that audio available for your paper. Here. It's got to be. It's, it's, right. a, it's a dog whistle. We're not going to be able to hear it as humans. Well, they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did say it is at a frequency humans can't hear. Yeah, of course. Oh, how of course. convenient. Course. Isn't that convenient? Of uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, on Monday, we're going to talk about the single mother of five who filed a lawsuit against the Oregon Department of Human Services for allegedly denying her adoption application because of her religious beliefs. Oh, she a Satanist? Wow. Uh, no. Yeah. That's... No, she's a Christian. She's a Christian, and apparently uh, she's a single mom who lost her husband in a car crash six years ago, and she's tried to adopt adopt children, but she was denied because her Christian beliefs would not allow her to respect, accept, and support the sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression of the children in her care. Oh, man. God, it's one thing after another now. Trans rights are human rights. Thank you. That pendulum, the societal pendulum. Man, it's going to swing back hard. All right, we'll see you Monday. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.